Hi, I'm Judina Castro, and you're listening to Mayberry with High Rises, where my friend John Maffei and I talk about relationships, life in Seattle, politics, with random tangents. And believe me, there are a lot of them. Hey, John. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. It's been a good week. All the it, calmness is growing. It's uh, it's getting better. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's been two weeks since Doomsday. and <laughs> Your definition of Doomsday may be different than some others. <laughs> That's right. But what I want to know is, are you allowed back in your house? Are you allowed to watch TV? <laughs> and I really want to know... Have you been given a list of topics that you are allowed or not allowed to talk about at Thanksgiving? Yeah, so it's uh, things are definitely getting back to normalcy at home. So I got to tell you, I, I um, everybody has personality flaws. My personality flaw is that if I was in the animal kingdom, I'd be the cat with the mouse, which I just like to toy with people. And I've been toying with my wife for the last for months months yes basically yes. i've been like whoa i think you never know what's going to happen in the rust belt i go what's going to happen in ohio and you know holy hell it happened <laughs> like all this stuff i've so been screwing with you, her actually happened did you actually think trump was going to win uh i had a idea that he may win i thought it was 50 50 maybe 60 40 for her but i Thought it was a hundred percent a possibility. I'm not the least bit shocked. Okay. Not the least bit shocked. Because I actually thought it was going to win. Okay. Like we did a we did polling around our own house, or we did a bet right. in our house about who was going to win. I was the only one who said Trump's going to win. I didn't want him to win, but that he was you going. Know, people to win. in Seattle are idiots. Some guy <laughs> the day before the election gave me ten to one odds that Trump uh, wouldn't win. Sweet. So of course I took it. I mean, it's like that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, should have taken that. I thought it was a 50-50 bet. Someone offers you ten to one odds, you take those immediately. So how much you make? Uh, not as much as I'd like. I think I made like. <laughs> and plus, he's my he's my fantasy football partner. Yeah. And so like basically, I just make him pay our dues when we lose every year. Um, <laughs> we we play against like all these like loser lawyers who like have nothing better than to do than to like like scour the waiver wire and you know uh, like they they really take it seriously. The fantasy football? The, fan- the oh, lawyers. Yeah. I, I don't fantasy. understand fantasy so, so anyway, but the point is is that he and I do it only to remain friends. Yeah. Because we've decided that if we didn't do it, we wouldn't talk. Yeah. And so each year it's like, you want to do it? I'm like, yes, I'll do it again. But um, but you made money off of this election. Nice job. Trump would be proud. He would be proud. <laughs> Ten to one odds were ridiculous. And I just threw it out there thinking. No idiot would take this. No idiot would take it. And then this was right after the Comey second letter when everyone's like, oh, you know, he's dead meat. He's dead meat. So I took it. And then I was like, well, I don't really care if I lose 30 bucks. Yeah. And then like, you know, he, uh, lo and behold, he won. So So, I would say this. I would say this. I have. So you're um, back in your house. I'm back in my house. (laughs) I have tormented my wife just because i thought she was the character from the saturday night live skit so if you see it you know probably everyone in the world listen to this podcast watch saturday night live you know all like the liberals who's like oh i got a word from politico we're gonna win by seven points <laughs> like all the, like like she was one of those in fact we came to your house yeah for the election yeah and your wife actually had a friend I mean, it was right out of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. A friend texts her who said, I'm going to take a Xanax and go to bed, <laughs> which was awesome. 
That was literally like Saturday Night Live was watching. So literally there were three women upstairs, four women upstairs, like all like I'm with her hats, all that kind of stuff, like the banners, everything already. Yes. So someone told me a funny thing about I'm with her, which is the arrow points to the right, which makes absolutely no sense. Uh, like you know the arrow yeah. I'm with her it points to the right. Yeah, they could anyway, make a point to the. How left. bad was the branding for Miss Hillary Rodham Clinton? I don't think it was that bad. That's please. Well, that's why. Okay, why are Trump people still bitching about Hillary? Get over it. She lost. Well, hold on. Who's bitching? Everybody. They keep bringing up poor Hillary again, hammering on hold her. On, hold on. Oh my gosh! Hold there was a so, Trump so guy on my there Facebook were, bashing there her. There were. Um, so look, we live in in the in the city of nerds. Seattle is a city of nerds uh, yeah. in techie, techie guys. Yeah. And, you know, I've worked with the nerds. I am in some ways a minor nerd. I'm not as smart as they are, so I can't get full nerd status. But now kids aspire not to be jocks. They don't aspire to be quarterbacks. They aspire to be nerds. Right. My son came to me yesterday and said, well, what do you want to do? What should I do for a living? I said, become a data scientist. Yeah. Because yeah. these nerds are – so the king of data scientists is a guy named Nate Silver. So Nate Silver – he was wrong. Well, Wrong. Nate Silber. Oh, I'll give you another thing. So <laughs> Nate Silber is the guy who predicted, you know, uh, like 50 out of 50 states in 2012. Right. And, you know, he is the guy who uses, um, you know, predictive analytics to go and decide how elections are going to go. And Nate Silber uh, had this basically Twitter account. And the thing that's great about Twitter it's what's wrong about Twitter, but it's great about Twitter. It's like no one will pen an article where they're mean to someone, but in Twitter, it's their like immediate reaction. So right. some guy from well, what about the Twitter war he's got going on? Oh yeah, that's God. a good one. So some guy from Politico says there's a 99 percent chance Hillary's going to win, yeah. and basically calls this guy Nate Silver a coward for giving Trump a 38 percent or 32 percent chance to win. Um, because he says, you're just hedging your bets. Right. So Silver says, you shouldn't even be allowed to talk. You're not at my level. Like, this is the thing I'm, you know, I predicted all these models. Why are these pundits actually allowed to, um, you know, talk? He's like, you didn't even do me the professional courtesy of giving me a call. But he calls him like basically... All these names, swears, says, you know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the media turning on one another, which was so funny. Yeah, they kind of are. And so the guy, this is before the election, tries to protect himself and say, oh, you know, he's like, this is BS. You know, the guy tries to, like, say something. Well, I was just kicking this point. He's like, you didn't even give me the professional courtesy of a callback. How can anyone take you seriously? Well, it turns out, of course, that everyone was wrong and that, uh, you know, Nate Silver was the least wrong of people. Not that he was not wrong, which he admits, right. but he was the right. least wrong. And there is this groupthink. And groupthink happens um, on the coast. And this is what's so funny about this election, which is everybody thinks because they think a certain way that no one else doesn't think a different way. Yeah. Well, but both sides are doing that. And especially now more than ever. Well, I, mean, I don't know because th- there is a uh, – there, well, there was an unbelievable amount of 
This is in the bag. We've got it. I know, it. but I don't want to hash about that. It's over. It's all done. Well, wait hold on, no, but doesn't it make it funny that all these people now are the ones that are like curled up in little balls like snowflakes? You're talking about the Democrats? Well, the ones who <laughs> lost. That's what's so funny is you have Some all these people. Are, are, but like, they're also starting to really rebel, and there's tons of protests everywhere, and there's marches, and there's lots of organizing. I so think, they're I think protesting the- a legally won election i mean they're this is letting the funny it be known. well, well letting... they don't accept this person as their president no, no, no. right but that's you're always going to have that listen if she had won you would have had that happen no There's you wouldn't be... have no one would have bothered doing it me? no they it's because told... it's well, un... all... it's unexpected that's why people oh, are all like all angry we... oh my god if he had lost all we would have been talking about is the rigged election the rigged election he is the biggest whining three-year-old i don't I have believe ever met. i don't believe the in the, i don't believe in a rigged election i think oh that was God. complete he was bs setting it up but he, he was, was setting, setting the up his excuse up. he's right his big old which whining, people do but, all the time in life right. how many times people lose in sports oh we had injuries oh it was bad yeah, calls by politics. the refs this but matters. they're bigger babies this, everyone does that Oh, my God. We have never had a presidential candidate running who was such a whiner as Trump. Seriously. Hold on. Guy, he's still didn't whining. Carry, didn't carry, like, claim that it was rigged. He no. Completely. Oh, he they, said that they in 2004. He said in and, 2000, and, you know, Gore was, oh, you know, this is not and, an illegal election. Right. This, and then it's a whole right thing on. of this. He would continue. He, this would be going on and on. But anyway, he's still whining. This weekend, oh, poor little Mike Pence went to the theater and they weren't nice to him. Wah, wah, wah. Put on your big boy pants and be a president. Judy, it's a Judy. disgrace the way he's acting. Judy, 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 it's a Judy. disgrace. Even Mike Pence was like, whatever. Hold on, hold on. L- let's let's actually, let's actually so if be. It comes to whining, hold on, hold on. Let's be fair for a second, which is this. So I thought Han- Pence handled it. We're talking about the um, Hamilton issue. Everything I thought it, Pence that. handled it beautifully. He totally did. I thought he did, did a great job. However... Here's the deal. I'm not mad at the cast of Hamilton. They can say whatever they want. That's their right. I just think when someone goes out with their daughters and their nephews or whatever, their their, godsons, whatever, whoever they have with them, to boo someone when they walk in an auditorium is classless. You shouldn't boo anyone. It's classless. I totally disagree. It's Number classless. one, he's the vice president. Classless. If you can't handle classless. that, which he did handle classless. it, he's not the baby. Wrong. Classless. <laughs> Are you turning into a Trump no, or it's classless? just classless. But that, it's a big country. There's a lot of classless but, well, people hold on. out there. Hold on. I remember, so uh, everyone knows that I'm not a super, well, not everyone, Um I've never been a fan of our governor, Jansley. I just don't think he's the brightest guy. He's not the sharpest knife in the uh, drawer. Okay. Um, I remember he came to do a dedication in Medina on the new 520 bridge. Yeah. And some people went and said, we don't like what you're doing with this. We don't like we're doing that. I'm like, people, he's not here for that. There are other places to go and no, there are This is the problem. You shouldn't no. be screaming See, at people in public. I you disagree. You should actually be. There is. This is BS. Everyone says there's not enough decorum in these things. People don't treat each other well. enough respect. Pick your times and places. Uh-uh. When you're out with if, your daughters, when you're out to dinner, no. show some people some respect. I think politicians so rarely now go into the public arena. They do. That when they do, they are fair game. And they're fair game preferably for civil. But if not civil, I am ab- all of them. Everyone, including whoever, at whatever level, regardless of the party. I'm an equal opportunity. When you have an elected official there, you have every right to go and talk to them about what you care about. Let it be known. You can boo them. Okay, you you know can't who, do physical violence. Do you violence. know who Ed Rendell is? Oh, yeah. I okay. like him. So Ed Rendell was the governor of yeah. uh, Pennsylvania, yes. head of the DNC. And so uh, 
I've been put onto this show, and this is not a thing for the show. We can get into this why I'm put on this show. But Pete and Judy watch this show, Morning Joe yeah, Religiously. Love it. And they tell me I'd like it. I've started watching it. It's an excellent show. It's really, really good. It's balanced. It's fair. It's fun. So Ed Rendell, uh, you know, big, big Democrat, ran the DNC, was pretty appealed by what happened yeah, to Yeah, he was. Uh, he pretty was appalled at yes. what happened to Pence. Yep. And not as the biggest deal. I thought Pence handled it perfectly. Yep. But he said, look, he was attacked so much because he was cutting back union benefits and that kind of stuff in Pennsylvania. They had economic problems. He was getting harassed. He said the one thing he really liked to do was go to his kids and watch, um, you know, whatever, the Penn State basketball games or whatever it was. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, this is funny. And he says he gets there and, like, across the line, they're like, you know, uh, he had made some, I guess, some education Yeah, education And across the scrolling banners, like, you know, they're like – they were like, tisk tisk, you Mike Pence. Oh, excuse me, uh, you Ed Rendell, you've done this. It's like, geez, all I want to do is watch the basketball game in private. I know. You know, it's kind of like get that. No, but they people should get that. I disagree in, in politics. Well, okay, you're allowed yeah. to you're yeah. allowed to be wrong. But, but I do you know, have to say, there, but, okay, uh, you people people with decorum in your life. And you know what? The way Mike Pence handled it. It may be different now for him because he was open to it and he was fine. I and thought he handled it beautifully. He did. And I think that if, look, the public's freaked out. He has an out. excellent publicist who ever wrote that line. Yeah, he did. There, there, yeah. It's probably uh, Kellyanne. <laughs> um, but he's handling, he's being more open to the public. Part of the fear is that they're closing down ranks, that they're not going to be accessible, that they're not listening. And I wonder if because he was and he was respectful, if even less happens to him about listen to us. Um, but anyway, wait, let's go back a, a, for a second about television. You guys had one of the funniest things happen. Okay. Yeah. What was it, before or after the campaign so, about so, TV in your house? So um, I'm just not a Hillary fan. I've yeah, known that right. people make that clear. I think that money in politics is a bad thing. Oh, well, well then we got to talk about Trump, Rooney and his moolah. All right. So, but we'll do that later. We could talk forever on these things. Money in politics is a bad thing. Clearly... Uh, and I'm not playing for tit for tat here, but clearly there's a problem when public officials make two, four, three hundred million dollars, you know, after they get out of office because they're selling influence. And people say some people okay. say it's capitalism, some people say it's selling influence. I love the fact that uh, Trump is saying no lobbying for five years because it's BS. These guys are making far too much money off, you know, kind of the work right, they do. Right, but Trump is influence. about to make billions. Hold on, hold on. Let's personal. not go there. Let's go okay. back to this. Right, but yeah, try so like to stay on the story. So but that's not what we're good at. No. <laughs> All right. So, so, so I've never liked her. Okay. Right. So um, you don't like Hillary. You know, and I've tried to have these debates with my wife about why this person isn't good. Right. Why? Why she isn't a great candidate? Because she doesn't. You know, she doesn't connect with people. She doesn't actually go out and meet with people. Right. She doesn't. You know, kind of engage. All these things falling on deaf ears. I get the line. Most qualified candidate ever. Right. And okay. then I try to argue. Anyway, nonetheless. Uh, so you two were at opposite ends of the spectrum during the debate, during well, the election. Well, I, I, no, I just I, – I, I wasn't a Trump guy. I just wasn't a Hillary guy. Right. And you can be both. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. You can be both. You can. But anyway, but go ahead. Go, all right. Go so this, anyway, this the, 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 so um, the election happens and, you know, Trump wins. And she's devastated. Yeah. Absolutely devastated. And um, – it's, it's like 
I don't know what to say. It's like like, like in zombie mode, comatose mode, but like really, really, (laughs) fits of being like like hysterically crying. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Like, you know, my life partner, my spouse is really unhappy. I want to be nice to her and that stuff. But I ran out on after your party. I'm like, I got to get out of the house because I can't be in this like morose (laughs) setting. So much for the support of the husband. So (laughs) I went out out and met a couple friends for drinks. (laughs) And, you know, we're all like, isn't this crazy what's happening? And, you know, as opposed to, like, the mausoleum that I have in my house. Right. So so I leave and, you know, my boys, like, every single night of the, of the, you know, of the year, 365, get in a stupid fight over something. They're young boys. That's what they do. 14 and 12. And 50% of these times they lead to, like, physical altercations that are, like, kind of like joke fighting. It's yeah. not real fighting, but it's like a wrestling match ends up. Um, well, I guess this night William hit his brother or did something and, uh, my wife yelled at Alex and Alex, you know, starts to defend himself. And my wife says, no, you're in the wrong, the, the, you know, the, you, you did something bad. And Alex yells wrong, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess would be the oh. worst thing in the world. Anyone could ever yell. Totally like, I'm like, 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 oh so this God. is how obtuse I am. <laughs> Like, I miss all these things. So I didn't even remember, like, all this. First of all, I refused to watch Saturday Night Live at some point because I was just like, it's too biased. Right. And then, so I missed all the wrong. Okay. And then, and then you know, I also, like, I guess I missed the, like, the intimidating walking behind. Like, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. I heard about it, but oh, I was just like, debates. I kind of yeah. just was like, oh, that doesn't look bad. He's just getting a walk. So you, yes. this is just my mind, which, you know, right. I sometimes miss things that are blatantly obvious. on different eyeglasses than some of us. Well, yeah, no, I just miss everything. Yeah. I'm very good at some things. I'm like like spot on 100% on some things and completely oblivious on other ones. Okay. So I guess I assumed he just said wrong because he was trying to defend himself. But, you know, this is a 14-year-old. Was being, he, was being, he was just fucking with, yeah. screwing, screwing with his mother. And she went, goes, bananas. And starts screaming at him, you know, like, I mean, she's very, very scary when right. she's angry. Right. So maybe that was a good thing. It got her out of, like, like, like the, like the comatose rage, rage out. Rage out. So he takes the full, full, 100% brunt yeah. of this thing. Um, so, you know, the next morning, you know, like, I hug her. And I'm like, what can I do? And she's just like, you know, just try to be supportive of all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm like, of course. So, but, you know, I want to watch the post-election thing. So I turn on Fox News. Ugh. And hey. do you usually watch Fox News? Is oh, that, yeah, I like okay. Fox News. Got it. I like Fox News. And right. so Fox the, News is opinionated, of course, just like yeah. all the other ones. But, you know, you you watch something enough, you get to end up like people. Right. Okay, so she's So I leave right. and go to wherever I'm going. And I get this text. And... um. Oh, one thing she should say, oh, try to have a ba- – she told me she wanted a balanced perspective, that she wanted me to, like, think about other things. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So the morning of, you know, not just listen joyful. to – not No, not just listen to, you know, one opinion. Okay. You know, of course, I think I'm listening to multiple opinions, but she's saying, that, no, you're only listening to one set of opinions. So I made the mistake of leaving, which I always do, the television on, on Fox News. Uh-oh. And I get this text which says – I thought I made it perfectly clear <laughs> that Fox News is banned from this household. Um, you know, you need to find another outfit from your news immediately. I love that. 
So I didn't think I agreed to this. And no smiley icon at the end. No blowing a kiss at the end. This was like full-out warfare. If there there was the middle finger at the end, if there was that icon. This was full-out warfare. (laughs) So I was like, uh, I did like what any good guy should do. Um, I immediately showed it to Pete and said, isn't this out of control? (laughs) And, you know, Pete's like, yeah, it's out of control. And then I shared it with a couple more guys. They're like, this is crazy. They can't tell you what to do. Got to get your backup. Got to get set. So, so. at which point I decided I need to get out of town. Yeah. Because I was like, this is not a healthy environment here. I need like like No, you two needed a break. I that was a very break. smart for the two of you to take a so break. So my brother had invited me to Cabo. So I went to Cabo on Thursday. Yeah. And uh I spent for and my yeah, boys were good. so funny, they're like, Don't leave us here alone with her. They were scared. <laughs> And I'm like, guys, here are the ground rules. Don't talk about this. Try to be supportive. Try to be nice. All that kind of stuff. So there was some definitely like cold period in, yeah. in time. So I, I, um, I, of course, showed the tweet to all the guys in Cabo. Right. And they thought it was the funniest thing in the it world. Is. And they thought it was a joke. I'm like, this is no joke. I'm <laughs> like, I'm in, in, my like, house. I'm so, in serious trouble all right, in my house. So what's happened now? Are you able to watch Fo- – what's the TV situation like? Um, and does she watch CNN? Because that's just as bad. I swear. Oh yeah, Some she of watches. That stuff. Okay. She watches CNN religiously and all yeah, that CNN, kind of stuff. CNN, I'm not. So, 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 basically. So now, what are you watching? Uh, I, I've started watching the show back in the morning, Joe, because yeah. you guys said it was good. Yeah. So I've started watching it. It's good. It's good. It's very yes. good. Um, I do not watch Fox when she's around or in the house because <laughs> I don't want this reaction. You sneak it. <laughs> no. So the funny thing is this: is that um, you know, back to fatness. Um, I've decided what I can do is at the gym, I can watch Fox while I walk on one of those walking machines yeah. or those biking machines because she's not there to oversee me. Yeah. So basically I have like a, like a safe haven from her, which is I can watch it there. And then I feel like it's not so bad because I'm getting my but, Fox but fill. But she's at the same gym. What if she sees We're never you? there at the same time. <laughs> no, I think as long as it's not in my house. But I I've started that. watching this other house and then I asked for credit for it. I'm like, aren't I a good liberal <laughs> on watching MSNBC in the morning? And she's starting getting annoyed because, you know, She's like, no, you don't get credit. <laughs> well, the, well, the other thing that happened. I love credit. Was that she was all mad after the election, and like, I'm like, what do you want? He yeah. wasn't my guy. I'm like, why am I being punished? Right. Well, because you were still happy. You would have been upset if Hillary had won, so you were still happy. Well, you were happy she was not. I think I think I I think I voted for another third party candidate. Right, right. So so like I, like I'm not part of the problem according to her. I'm not a deplorable. <laughs> By the way, that's my uh, that's that's the name of my fantasy football team, basket of, uh, full of deplorables. Full of deplorables. That's just because it's so darn funny. Like you know, what kind of dumbass politician calls anyone a deplorable? Oh, that was really frustrating. Anyway, yes. so, anyway. so 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 um, back at home, um, she's still really pissed at me. So I'm like, well, what can I do to make it better? And she's like, I need you to think about how you can show that you are an open-minded person. Mm. I'm like, oh, oh God. Man, that's so, a challenge. So what do I do? I call you. Yeah. And you're like, I can't help you. I have no <laughs> freaking idea. I was at a loss. Like, this is well, like, like, give flowers. I, no, but no. But they were off limits. Some stuff was off limits. Oh, right? she told me that. So she said, you didn't give me flowers on Wednesday, the day after the election. And I was like, well... Well, it's not my election. <laughs> so I think, this is not my election. And she's like, you should have given me white salads, just flowers. And she goes, do you know what white stands for? No. And 
I'm like, well, doesn't white stand for friendship? Like, you ever heard of the idea of white carnation? Oh, I thought that was yellow, but I, yeah. Yeah, so, and okay. she's like, no, white wrong. <laughs> she's like, it sounds, it's, it's, it's for women's suffrage. suffrage. Oh. And Which we're still no doing. One, no one actually knows this. <laughs> this is like some arcane like <laughs> fact that no one on earth knows. So I asked Peter, Mr. Sensitive. Yes, he is. You know what yes. I should do. And he's like, you're screwed. He basically is like, you've got The guy's completely non-helpful, non-nothing. So I'm like, you are the least helpful couple on earth. Like... <laughs> Like I, I hate you, you take, both for like, great for like not that. being able to help me fix these problems at my house. So <laughs> it's out of our, our we even we're at a loss. So I go to the Xanax woman. Excellent. That's the one. Oh the, yeah, the crazy ass Xanax woman. Okay. And she's like, I'm not talking to you. You have a Y chromosome. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's what she tells me. Okay. She's like, you have a Y chromosome. It's a lot of anger. And she's a lot of anger. So she is a person who'd been. Um, She's a do-gooder. She had been, um, like, on a suicide hotline volunteer, and she'd Aww. also been a volunteer for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So Aww. she goes, and she gets, um, well, brilliant of her. She says, you need to give money to a women's charity. Yeah, that's excellent. So it's nice. great That's a great advice. idea. Yeah, great that is. So I'm like, well, what women's charity should I give a thing to? So she starts giving me. The list of women's charities. Yes. So I don't know any of these charities. So she says, emilyslist.org. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do they do? And she says, they push female Democratic candidates <laughs> who are who are pro-choice. And, pro, like, I'm like, oh, and are you throwing up now? I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't think they're going to like anything I like on like economic issues and stuff. That does not yeah. sound like my kind of thing. No. And then she's like, well, you got to push something. NARAL, N-A-R-A-L. Yeah, NARAL is great. I know Like National Association for Reproductive. National Abortion Rights Action League. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was like, okay, all right. And then, you know, I do consider myself pro-choice. I'm like, well, maybe that's it. And then she's like, well, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, they're great. Well, Planned Parenthood, don't they give like mammograms and free birth control? And like, you know, they only sell body parts 1% of the time. That sounds very, very palatable. So so I, uh, I'm i like, okay, that's good. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to go get her chocolate. Should I get her white yeah. chocolates? And she's like, white chocolates, that's the most disgusting thing. No one likes <laughs> that crap. Those taste like crap. I'm like, don't they support like suffrages? And, you know, <laughs> and then she's like, you know, I'm thinking, well, maybe there's a signal for white nationalism. I don't know. So. Stay so, away from the white, John. So so I um <laughs> so I did two things. Yeah. So I went and I um I gave a donation. Yeah, excellent. I went to Franz Chocolate because you yeah. like those, which are great. And then I picked a uh, smattering of uh, truffles. Yeah. And I picked one of them was white. Because that guy could be the suffrage white truffle. Power, the suffrage. No, not white power. The suffrage, the suffrage truffle. truffle. That was the suffrage truffle. And then um, I was thinking of like, like completely going cold turkey on Fox News to help her. Yeah. Um, but you know, kind of what my my thing was. I will just. I I wasn't going to watch it in the house. That's very respectful. No, and doing it at the gym is great. Plus, it's an incentive for you to do cardio at the gym. So that's all good. Okay. So then I. Uh, so I make the donation. I give her the truffles, and um, you know she. 
And I think she's pretty happy. Awesome. I think she's pretty happy. But Uh-oh. she goes, Judy told you to do this. I'm like, that woman is so friggin' unhelpful. She <laughs> thinks like a man. She is the least helpful. You are the least chick chick I, ever. I know. But I think I did say, well, send her away. Like, have her go to a spa or something. Oh, yeah. Now she yeah, wants that, to do that. Yeah. 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 yeah See, with her, with the crazy Xanax friend. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. And then Peter was unhelpful. And then she was, so it's really funny. It's, just, it's like she tried to give all the credit to you two. Oh, she's so sweet. And no, you were like you. the least, well, no, yeah. no, because well, I'm Xanax woman. Help. Yeah, the Xanax. But Xanax woman um, is a great friend. She's a great friend. Good. I- I've got a quick Xanax woman story. I know I'm not supposed to go off topic, but you guys will love this. So it's we really always funny. always go off topic. Go for it. Okay. So Xanax woman is one of my favorite people ever. She is a crazy, crazy, crazy kook. And do you remember when Conan O'Brien got fired? Uh, yes. So Conan O'Brien got fired. Yeah, what was and it, NBC or something? NBC, because yeah. they brought Jay Leno back. Yes. And it was like a rather weird thing to do. Anyway, uh, Conan O'Brien goes to hang out at the Four Seasons of Maui while my friend, Xanax woman, and her husband are there. Yeah. And uh, uh, she's a complete star effer. She loves stuff. Yeah. She can't help it. And she wants to take pictures of stars whenever possible. <laughs> and I think the Four Seasons is really respectful. Like, celebrities go there for privacy, okay, yeah. right? So everybody goes and buys. It's such a scam. Not only do you have to pay $1,000 a night to stay there, mm. but you have to go and buy these cabanas. Oh, yeah. You know, for privacy. So she's in cabana A, and Conan in cabana C. Ooh. Did she get that cabana on purpose to be no, close to Conan? She just no, just luck. Okay. So like any smart person, she goes over and makes friends with women at Cabana B so she can be closer to get Conan O'Brien. So she starts buying drinks for women at Cabana B. She pretends they're BFFs. I love this. And then like she gets her iPhone out and, and takes start taking pictures, but she forgets to turn the, the camera sound off. She goes, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. What's the sound? Whatever the sound is. So she does it. And... As soon as she gets the picture, she's like, hey, great seeing you. I got to go back to my cabana. <laughs> so she goes, takes off. Next day, she comes back down. And the woman, one of the friends of the woman who was in Cabana B, yeah. comes up to her and goes, oh, my God, did you hear what happened? <gasps> woman from Cabana B is getting expelled from... <gasps> Uh, expelled from uh, the Four Seasons because she took all these like unauthorized pictures of Conan <gasps> O'Brien. Oh my God! So so, I am. Uh, uh, so she is. She's like, oh, she's probably thinking that poor bitch got what she deserved. <laughs> she's like, no, 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 oh well, no, like oh well, yes, that's the rent. But you know, her husband, who's like Mister Moral Guy, is like, we got to go tell. No, so no. She goes in Mia Culpa's. And oh, that, that's very admirable. Well, she caused all the problems. <laughs> and like uh, like they get threatened to get kicked out of the Four Seasons. And I think this guy's like, well, you know, it was just, you know, spur of the moment thing. We apologize. We've deleted the photos, whatever. Um, but maybe did, she could have sold the photos to I, someone. Did she really delete N- the photos? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So anyway, she tells this story. And we're just crying because we think it's the funniest totally. thing we've ever heard. It's just so awesome. It's like the greatest <laughs> story in the world. It's like the totally thing where, like, you know, the poor person gets blamed. But it was just a great, great, great story. Well, like a year, so like uh, like a month later, we have this very proper 
super connected lady in Medina. And she goes, oh, my poor friend was accosted by this woman when she was up to here at the other side of the story. <laughs> and about how this woman had accosted her and almost got her kicked out, this troglodyte, like, ridiculous uh, woman, you know, whatever. And um, we're sitting there laughing, and we don't say anything about that. That's our best friend. We don't say oh that, but we're God. thinking that. But we get the name of the woman it is. And then we run into this woman at a dinner party, the one who had been in Cabana B. Yeah. Like you should a year run later. into Cabana B lady? Cabana B lady. And then we both decide we don't like her and she's stuck up because she has no sense of humor. <laughs> and, you know, we're trying to actually get if that's the case because she was so, like, mortified about how any woman could do this. It was it was kind uh, of a funny story. It's totally funny. And you know what? But people don't have a sense of humor. No. And that, why are you making friends with strangers? <laughs> They should have ignored Cabana. So I bet woman in Cabana B was typical Seattle, stuck up, limousine liberal. And she should have loved my friend in Cabana. (laughs) uh, Cabana was A because, you know, she was in some ways kind of the same way. But my woman in Cabana A. totally the same way. My woman in Cabana A is like the most fun, like, like kick-ass person in the world, even though she wouldn't talk to people with a Y chromosome. And I will tell you back to tie back in the other story, which is. When I told her, I sent her a text and said, red alert, marriage problem, need help. She did take my call. Oh, good, good. So that is a fun thing. So so even though I have been, (laughs) anybody who knows my wife and myself and me would say that um, I married up. And they feel yeah, badly for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah. Well, and a lot of people, look, we're in Seattle. Seattle is definitely in grief mode, stunned mode. Yeah, and Seattle's one of the few cities who is So saying, I don't want this person who brings up my, uh, you know, total reputation, like, mad at me or leaving me because then I'd have to rebuild my reputation wait. over the election. I don't want her mad at me. Because your friend? No, my wife. Oh, your wife? Oh, oh yeah. screw my friend. Oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like you know, like you, this is dumb. This is just an election. It shouldn't break up a relationship, and you know, well, it didn't it break has. up a relationship. It's breaking up friendships. It's breaking but, up a lot. But of But that's stuff. just silly. Yeah. yeah, that's just silly. People should have the right to who they want to vote for. Like, like, like I, I'm pretty sure my wife's mother voted for Trump. And what I just said, you got to egg that out. No, 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 no. You got to cause chaos. So I told her, I said, keep it quiet. I said, don't say. So (laughs) she is a, um, she is, and the the generations are different. So this is a very, very, very smart, intelligent woman who um, grew up kind of, you know, working class. And if she had had, this is her mom. Yeah. If her mom had had resources, opportunities, um, she would have been very successful as a doctor, uh, you know, a businesswoman, whatever it might be. She's a very, very smart lady. Um, but she didn't. Right. So she worked her entire life, you know, kind of in a factory, yep. in a hospital, you know, in these you know, tougher jobs. And she was outraged at Hillary Clinton for years because of Whitewater. Because in the Whitewater scandal, wasn't the fact that the cover-up she was pissed about. She was pissed up the fact that People lost money in Whitewater, and she didn't. Right. And because there was something well, where they got their money back because there was some sort of hook. hook yeah. the, and that to her is like the biggest sin possible because she doesn't want to see financial gain by people on the uh, on the part of working class people. Right. Well, definitely. Listen, the Democrats for the last 30 years have clearly lost 
their roots of working class folks. They have. My mom's always, my mother's a union. Do you She's think like you're in the bubble? Maid. I'm in the bubble. Do you think you're well, in the bubble? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We live in a bubble in Seattle. I almost, I sort of refer to it as a double bubble. I think politically we're in a bubble in King County up yeah. to a point, but there is a lot of hate crime starting up. Did you see the um, the Muslims' church? What is their church called? I, a mosque. Red, a mosque. Is it a mosque? A mosque in Redmond was vandalized. Um, and I've seen two things now on Facebook where people have posted hate notes that they've gotten in Seattle. So we're in a bubble, but nobody's look, nobody's fully protected from here. Here's the problem. You have a fringe Trump people who are crazy, who sure. are out of their mind Looney Tunes, sure. right? Who are for violence, who are for abusing women. They're domestic violent perpetrators and they are racist. And they definitely see this. I think a lot of these people who are nut bars as an opportunity to go and commit crime. They, they actually they actually are the deplorables. They are the deplorables. That's right. A yeah. certain part part of yeah, his sure, group sure. is deplorables, right? Sure. And by the way, the left has it too with their anarchists. Have you ever seen the like violence. it's so but, weird. Like have you ever seen um, just first of all, uh, Twitter, why I said it was fun with Nate Silver, it is just brings out the worst in people. Oh, Have you ever God. seen yeah. like where people say things about like different groups? Like I forget what some rapper came out, like a female rapper came out and said something like, I'd like to see uh, Sarah Palin gang raped. Yeah. I mean, it is just brings out scummy yeah, people. It does. No, the, the trolling on the internet, the anonymity. I mean, none of these pathetic spineless losers put their name to it. What's fascinating to me is like if you're so full of bravado and hate and you're going to cause all – you want all this harm, put your name on it, you weenie. Like seriously, put your name to something. So I, I but, had a friend. But this emboldened – but yeah. wait, but I do think this hate – this emboldening – emboldenment of hate is a problem but we live in an economic bubble and a somewhat of a social bubble but it's not immune to no no problems. i think there's a there's first of all, there is an economic bubble of course because we've been in such a successful area but the um the, the the everyone gets this now which is part of the problem which occurred which is people gave far too much relevance to um i'll just call them less not i'll, I'll call them uh less vital issues Oh, absolutely. So, so the number one issue is, you know, do people have good jobs? Do they have good yep. health care? Um, you know, and whether you like Obamacare or don't like Obamacare, um, now you have a group of people who are in the middle class, not the, uh, you know, kind of lower class, not lower economic means, who are feeling incredibly pushed and uh, by these higher premiums. And that's the message of any populist movement, which should be, which is I'm looking out for you. Um, well, I remember when Trump gave his speech at the uh, RNC. I hated it. I just thought it was a terrible speech. Yeah. But at the end, he for about 30 seconds, he says, you know, if you're this person, you're the person in the Rust Belt, I'm with you. If you're this person, I'm with you. And that is a really, really, really powerful message. Well, and he could do it because he's new to the scene in of a way. Of course, and like, that's the benefit that's, of that's being a new politician. People really want to change. People really want to change. And Obama benefited that 100% yeah, he did. when he ran in 2008 because, uh, again, listening to your new favorite show, Morning Joe, they said Chris Bird and Joe Biden were by far the best people in the debates, but you don't win because of the debates. Yeah. You win because of, you know, having a message that resonates and having, you know, kind of a fresh face. And it's hard to have a message that resonates when you have a track record. Oh, totally. Well, and I do think the Dems have a lot of work to do. Obviously, the party's in an up is it being torn up right now. And who's going to lead it? What message we're going to do? 
Um, it'll be really interesting. Plus, you know, it's also going on at a state level, which I'm really fascinated about. Even I told Peter, I'm getting involved in my district Dems. Like, I actually now feel hopeful that we could change the party, get rid of that ridiculous uh, primary system of the, um, what do we do, those ca- the caucuses. Uh, but I'm feeling, optimi- I'm feeling Seattle, optimistic about Seattle's change. Seattle's weird because it's, it's, it's um, there's still kind of limer- limousine liberal issues. Um, well, that's what's interesting. And so, that's the thing. If, yeah. if any party wants to do well. Look, there are two words that have gotten dirty things because they associated with racist elements, which I don't think fair. One is populism. Every politician should be a populist. They should absolutely be. The idea of a populist is you have policies that create good for the most right. amount of people. Yep. Um, the other one, and this is the word that is unfortunate because it gets you know, thrown around. Nationalism. We should all be nationalists. America, we should think okay, of America citizens first and think about how do we help our country first. We right. think about the foreign policy, the of course, problem, how do we yes, advance America's interests. But the problem interest? with that word is that word has been hijacked by racists. It is. That's or the it's problem. been associated well, with racists, need... but it shouldn't. Nationalism is not – unfortunately, nationalism is associated with Nazis because National yes, Socialist exactly. Party. exactly. That's the wrong thing. But there should be this concept in America, and I want everyone to think about this, is that you treat and you look at the self-interests of uh, American citizens – above other citizens in the world. And if you think about how other countries operate, they do that they all do the that. time. Oh, I t- all the yep. time. And we as Americans have taken on a uh, very, very uh, noble um, globalist thing where we say, no, we want societies to be equal. We're all going to work together. And sometimes that doesn't work when all people don't play by the same right. rules. That's well, problem. And, and tr- it's post-World War II. I mean, America needed to do sure, more of, of that around the world, but it's, it's a lot different now. They played a big role. I, am, I actually agree with some of what Trump wants to do with trade, bring back jobs. Yes, tax corporations that take jobs out of America. Like some of the stuff is, I think, great if he actually does I it. I mean, aren't you just disgusted when you look at corporations that have zero percent effective tax rates because they play games with the policies because well, actually, I hate we that put in the rich. So well same with the uber rich or they don't pay taxes either well, there's i mean they're not but, there's but the, but, the, but here you don't can you blame people for taking advantage of systems that are in place no not at all those systems need to change yes i agree now i don't believe this guy's going to change trump's not going to change him at all look at how stocks in certain sectors are soaring in construction in banking i mean that just he's listen he's one of them he's going to walk out of here the america's debt is going to fly through the roof and he's going to walk out a billionaire hope a more of a billionaire trillionaire maybe hopefully he'll do hopefully some jobs will come we'll back see. hopefully we'll he'll see. Look, do some we don't know we, we don't, don't know. know and here's that's the thing that's the angst no one knows and that's the opportunity and the angst. Yeah, which it is, is which is funny. Which is people. Uh, I remember in two thousand eight, uh, I wanted McCain, and I didn't think McCain was great, but I thought he was good American. I thought he'd do a good job. I'm like, who is this Barack Obama guy? He's got zero zero experience. Why the heck is he gonna? You know what's he? But I felt like give him a chance because he's yeah. now our president. Um, people should. Uh, what's that when you like you think about oh, like, I trust love, but verify? No, 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 no. Prove me wrong. I thought oh. that was great. Who was the the comedian who said prove no, me no, wrong? No, no, it should be true. You should support the guy but verify he's going to do what he says. He's yeah, gonna do. yeah. And, and and by the way, every single uh, person who is like upset should be happy because he's running away from all of his campaign promises <laughs> so towards the left. I'm liking some he's, of that. He's, I he's know. running all the way to I the know, left on every I know, but he's got to get the hate under control. He really does. Oh. But anyway, listen. 
We're going to sign off. Wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, although this will probably be out post-Thanksgiving. And uh, maybe we'll see what battles, we'll discuss what battles <laughs> ensued while we carve up turkey. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Okay, take care. Bye-bye, everyone.